Hi everyone, and welcome to this edition of the Abundant Thinking Podcast. Do you sometimes feel that the same things keep happening to you in your life? Do you find yourself irritated by particular events or people? Have you felt stressed or fatigued by life? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, then this edition of the Abundant Thinking Podcast is for you. If these questions don't resonate with you, but you can apply them to other people in your life, then please listen in as well. This edition is all about ways of thinking and how these processes impact us deeply and often physically over long periods of time. An example here might help. A few years ago, I worked for somebody who was a bully. This person's management style was very loud and brash. A technique that this person often used was to bellow instructions across our open plan office at whoever um, needed to be told to do something in this person's opinion. This approach could be humiliating, with particular individuals often singled out in front of colleagues for a very public dressing down. This was management by fear, and it made being in the office at the same time as the person a pretty unpleasant experience. This also seeped into other areas of life, For instance, I dread my work phone ringing in case it was this person calling. For a couple of years after I left this individual's team, I would still get a feeling of creeping dread when my phone rang in the car after one particularly stressful exchange that we had whilst I was driving. The story above is quite extreme, but we can all come up with examples of how people or events seem to invoke a sinking feeling in our stomachs or a tightness in our chests or a pain in our heads. Who or what flicks your switch like this? Is it a needy workmate? A nosy neighbour? Or is it a discussion about politics? Or football? Or climate change? What happens after that initial physical sensation? If you find yourself switching off, making your excuses and leaving, or getting into an argument, It might be reassuring to know that this is your brain's pre-programmed protection mechanism in action. You might be familiar with the concept of freeze, which is the switching off, flight, which is the leaving, or fight, which is the argument. These are those pre-programmed functions which have been present in our brains since we lived in caves and needed to respond at sub-second speeds to mortal threats on often a daily basis. In the thousands of years since those prehistoric times, our brains have developed more sophisticated cognitive processing capacity, what neuroscientists call executive functions. These elements of our brains allow us to rationalise events and consider what our responses could be. This is more about clear thinking and strategy than reaction and protection. But these parts of our brains can be a bit lazy and can lose power relatively quickly. The laziness can manifest itself in our ancient reactive functions jumping in first with fight, flight, freeze responses. The power drain becomes evident when we focus on challenging tasks for a period of time without adequate preparation, regular breaks or timely nourishment. So how might we encourage and nurture our sophisticated cognitive processing capacity to support positivity and energy in our lives? Here's a few tips that you might want to try out. 
First one, catch yourself in the act of being downbeat. Negative thought patterns tend to be stronger than positive ones. Again, that's that ancient survival programming that I talked about earlier, but they are just patterns. Secondly, write new empowering mental stories for yourself. You can write new patterns into your brain every day of your life. This ability is called neuroplasticity and it's an amazing and unique human skill. Thirdly, reframe unpleasant events. Look for chinks of light in bad situations, opportunities for you to make a change. I pre-programmed my physical stress reaction to the phone ringing by thinking of the 200 or so fabulous contacts in my phone book who could be calling me rather than the one angry person who's actually very unlikely to call me these days anyway. Fourthly, empathise with others. Every person has a different view on life. Wherever they go, they take themselves. And almost everyone has fears, challenges and stressors that drive their behaviour in the same way that you experience yourself. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Show interest in them. Be curious about them. It generally helps. And fifthly, look after yourself. Make time to do the things that give you joy with the people you love to be with. Focus on building healthy lifestyle habits that balance sleep, nutrition, exercise, fresh air, learning, fun, and whatever you do for work, whether that's caring for family or having a paid job. I focus on all five of these areas in my coaching practice for individuals and groups. I'd love to talk more about any of these topics. If you'd like to book a free discussion discovery session with me you could either drop me an email to lucy at abundantthinking.co.uk or fill out the contact form on my website which is also abundantthinking.co.uk it'd be really lovely to hear from you also if you're interested to do some wider reading into some of the topics i've been discussing here then i'm just going to reel off a few books that i would wholeheartedly recommend on positive thinking the first book is The Happiness Advantage by Sean Acor, which is S-H-A-W-N, and then Acor, A-C-H-O-R. This is a really quick read where he gives seven principles that fuel success and performance. So it's good for those of you who like lists. Second book on positive thinking is Flourish, a new theory of positive psychology by Martin Seligman. In my blog version of this podcast, there's a link that takes you to a really good summary from Martin Seligman about this book. But in one sentence, um, the book talks about, in his view, flourishing is about a lot more than just happiness. So that's what he goes into. Then if you want to learn a bit more about understanding and handling emotions, How Emotions Are Made by Lisa Feldman Barrett is a really rational approach to understanding and handling emotions. I think I might need to read it again. Second book here is Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, which is quite an old book now uh, by someone unfortunately no longer with us called Susan Jeffers. In my blog version of this podcast is a link to a page that is a summary of the five truths about fear that Susan talks about in this book. I found the book itself a really inspiring read it really helped me to reframe, reframe an unpleasant situation that I was going through at work in a really helpful, constructive way. It's also really down to earth and again, quite a quick read. 
On Understanding Other People is a book called Surrounded by Idiots by Thomas Erickson. This book had me laughing out loud, but it also really made me think about how I perceive and treat other people. It's not directly about empathy, but it helped me to increase my empathy towards others, most of the time anyway. <laughs> then if you want to learn more about brain health, here's three books you might want to try. The first is How to Build a Healthy Brain by Kimberly Wilson. This is a really accessible guide to choices we can all make that contribute to, a, to better brain health. I read this in about a day, one weekend. I just couldn't put it down. Next one is The XX Brain by Lisa Moscone. Dr. Moscone is a specialist in Alzheimer's and wrote this book for the group who are most at risk of getting this disease, which is women. It's a really great read, generally on brain health advice too. And kind of coupled with that, I'd recommend another book by Lisa Moscone, which is called Brain Food. It's a, a wonderful book and it also includes lots of healthy recipes. And I've tried some of them and they're really tasty. There are loads of other great books on these topics, and I'd really love to hear what your favourites are. When I was putting this list together, I realised I haven't actually read any books specifically on neuroplasticity, so I'm on the hunt for recommendations for those two. Thanks for listening in today. Take care. See you again soon.